you want to be more efficient and effective while experiencing more inner peace, then working on the core of your issues instead of putting on a band-aid is vital. Welcome to Life Fix University Podcast. I'm your host, Esti Grafford, and here to help you improve your 28 cognitive functions, the 28 things that make up thinking. In each episode, we'll discuss a real-life challenge, why you might be struggling with it, and give you practical strategies so all areas of your life will improve. Why do you respond differently than other people? And how do you release the emotion in a healthy way? That's what's coming up next on Life Picks University podcast, episode 384. But first, you've heard of IQ and EQ, but have you heard of RQ? Relational intelligence is just as important as emotional intelligence, yet for some reason, most people haven't heard about it. So I've teamed up with Dr. Tiffany Farrick to put together a list of 11 ways for you to improve your relational intelligence. Grab your copy for free at lifefixuniversity.com forward slash RQ. Q. For today's real life challenge, imagine you've just walked in from a long day at work only to see your four-year-old had dumped out every single one of his toys on the floor. You're about to scream at him when you remember. The reason you want to respond this way is because of the way your brain is wired. Because of environments and situations you've been in the past, They've created neural connections that cause you to behave and react the way that you do. Just like if someone has a traumatic experience, say, for example, they're in a plane crash and now they don't want to fly in planes anymore. We know it's because of their trauma. What it really means is that the way their brain processed the information got wired to be afraid and not like planes. Now, I know that's an extreme example, but we all have this in many areas of our life. The good news is that just because your brain is wired a certain way, it doesn't have to stay that way. Because of a concept called structural cognitive modifiability, which is kind of like when you have an old rundown building and you bring in workers to change the pipes, the flooring, redo the whole thing, that in the end, it looks completely different. We do the same thing with your brain. We actually change the pipes and the flooring and rewire the whole thing. So how do we rewire it? To make a change in the neural connections in your brain, a change that's going to actually stick on a neurological level, we need an outside force to get the brain to start thinking about going down a different path. Now, there are two aspects to it. We have the emotional part of processing the emotions that created the brain to think that way, right? So say, for example, in the plane crash, we have to process the emotions of the plane crash and everything that it affects. And then we also have the cognitive, the thinking parts to it, the thinking skills that were affected because of the emotion, because of the whole traumatic experience that a person has been through. Now, I'm using traumatic experience very loosely here. It could be a small trauma. It could be something even that you don't consider traumatic, but enough that it's an outside force that made a change in your brain. Now, if you want to make the best change possible, you want to work on both. Many times it's best when you work on both of them at the same time, because when you work on the emotional, it opens a doorway for the thinking skills. And when you work on the thinking skills, it opens a doorway for the emotional. Which one do you have to work on first? That will depend on your situation and what you prefer. There's no right or wrong answer. So how do we get an outside 
force to help you process the emotion and improve those thinking skills. So an outside force, many times the process of the emotion is a therapist. A good therapist will really help you process those emotions. Another way to have an outside force just to process the emotion is to journal or scribble with your non-dominant hand. That's a hand you don't usually use to write with. There's a lot of science about this. Maybe we'll do it in the future. We'll have to see. But it's about how we connect the non-dominant hand and you get like a backdoor entrance to the emotions of your brain and it comes all the way out. And this tip, the outside force, is the journaling. Now on the thinking skills to make sure that your thinking skills that were so-called changed or damaged or wired a different way, you need a mediator, someone who understands the thinking skills, the cognitive functions, someone like me, to help you create those new neural connections, to ask you just the right questions that will help your brain trigger your brain to start thinking in things in a different way. Now, Another way that will also help you improve your thinking skills would be, let's say, listening to content about thinking skills, such as like this podcast or TikToks or any content that I put out or really anyone that puts specifically about thinking skills or the 28 cognitive functions, then that will also be the outside force to get you begin thinking about it. However, content to the general world is tips for the general world. So it might not be something that you specifically need. Does that make sense? Today, we discussed the reason why you behave in certain ways is because different situations, different experiences, outside forces. Remember, they also make sometimes not such good changes that have caused your brain to create certain neuro connection. The best way to make a structural cognitive change so that the change is actually changed on the neural level is by working on both processing the emotions and improving your thinking skills. This needs to be done with an outside force like a therapist, brain coach, mediator, or journaling with your non-dominant hand. Now remember, when you work on both at the same time, they help each other and it works even better. Your challenge this week is to find an outside source that will begin helping you improve either processing your emotions or the way you think. Have an awesome rest of your day and I'll see you tomorrow. That's all for this episode of the Life Picks University podcast. If you enjoyed it, please share it with two of your family and friends so they too can gain from it and you'll be helping us reach our goal of 1 million downloads by the end of 2025. Have an awesome rest of your day and grow those dendrites.